This is the Beginner's Guide to Human Design. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast makes understanding your human design chart super simple and easy. Have you ever looked at your chart and seen all those shapes, lines, arrows, and numbers and gotten lost in the descriptions? Me too. After countless hours of practice and study, I'm here to break it down for you. Now let's get into today's episode. Today, we're starting a brand new series on the podcast all about the profiles. This has been one of the most requested topics from you, and I can't wait to get into it. The profiles are really fun because they are like your personality type. Sometimes people get really mixed up with the energy types like the generators and projectors, and they think that's your personality, but it's not. The energy types are simply how your energy works and what is your energetic role as a human being on this planet. But the profile is way more to do with your personality. In my opinion, I think the profiles are really fun, really interesting, and a great conversation starter with friends. But honestly, I don't think the profiles are that important in your application of human design. It's helpful, it's validating, it's fun and interesting, like I said, but if you really want to get the most benefit from your chart, focus on mastering your energy type and your strategy and your authority. And if you're really utilizing your strategy and authority to navigate through life, you will automatically act correctly as your profile. But again, this is really fun. You've requested it. So let's get into it. But before we do, I want to go over the review of the week. So I'm heading over to Apple Podcasts and here's a five-star review that's literally titled Five Shiny Brilliant Stars. Game changer. I'm new to human design and my mind is blown away with how immediate this information resonated with me. You have been able to put into words what I have known about myself and also brought more clarity to the areas that I was not fully aware of. And then there's like a ton of emojis. I am a lifelong student of who we are, and I can tell that I will sit in this topic of human design for a long, long time. Thank you for being you and contributing who you are and adding so much value. I have this podcast on repeat. Oh, I just love that. And I have a little tiny sneaking suspicion that this person might have a one in their profile, but I don't know. We'll find out. So if that was your review, I'm eternally grateful for you and you win the prize. I'm going to answer one of your biggest, juiciest, deepest, most detailed human design questions about your chart, and I'll make a video and post it so that you can watch it on repeat. All you need to do to claim that prize and to tell me your question is to just DM me over on Instagram, find me at healthy underscore Madeline, and tell me what username you used to write that review. Anybody else who wants to enter the drawing each week, all you need to do is write a review wherever you're listening, and if I read yours, then you win. And I don't always just select the most recent one. In fact, I never do. I kind of scroll back and pick an older one. So don't worry, you don't have to write a review every week. You just do it one time, and then you're entered in the drawing forever. 
Now let's get into our topic today. This is going to be a series that goes on for 12 episodes. So each episode from here through the next 12 will be going over one of the profiles and there are 12 profiles or personality types according to human design. And today we're starting with the one three. Now, I already went through each of the six lines, so one through six, back starting with episode 32. So the lines are those numbers, like the one, or the three, or the four, or the six, and the lines make up the profiles. So everybody has two lines in their profile, like today, the one, three. And I talked about all the lines separately starting with episode 32. So if you want to review this information further, go back and re-listen to episodes 32 through, what would that be, 38? I don't know, but it's six episodes. And um, they were not going through the full profile, but just the separate lines themselves. But now we're going to put it together and see what happens when you combine the two lines. And it's important what the order is. So like a 3-1 would not be the same thing as a 1-3, because in all of the profiles, the first number is the conscious side of you, the private part of you that you see yourself this way. This is your internal world. And the second number is the unconscious part of you, but it's how everybody else sees you. So it's kind of the external way that you come across, but oftentimes people have less awareness of their second number. So it really matters which number is first or second. So today, the one three, this is the establisher of knowledge and truth. And I would love for you to reach out to me over on Instagram, comment on a reel or a video, or send me a DM and let me know if you're a one three and if this resonates with you. So you are the establisher of knowledge and truth. That's like your little slogan or your superpower name. And we'll start by reviewing the one. So again, you can go back and listen to episode 32 if you want to hear more details about the one or you just want to hear it again or in a different way. But the one is the knowledge seeker or the investigator. Same thing. The one is here to find and learn information, and they learn by studying and preparing. And facts make you feel safe. Preparation makes you feel confident, and you can easily go down a rabbit hole of learning. So one thing that I've heard a lot is like, the ones are the people that will go past the first page on Google. I'm not a one. I'm a four six, and I don't think I have ever in my life gone past the first page on Google, or maybe even past like the first couple of options on Google. But a one will search and search and search and search, and they typically will learn um, or go to a lot of schooling. They might stay in college beyond four years because they want to continue learning more and more and more, or they might go back and return just for extra amounts of schooling. And learning information is part of your purpose as a one. It's really what you're here to do. One way that you can tailor this to be more in alignment for you and less scattered or spread thin is to focus on learning subjects that fascinate you. Now, that might seem obvious, like, well, duh, why would you want to learn about things you're not interested in? But oftentimes ones can get spread too thin or they can end up in roles or positions or just 
placements where they're just learning for the sake of learning. And instead, you're going to feel better and feel more on purpose in life if you really hone in on the subjects that fascinate you. Don't worry if they seem important, if they seem useful or impressive, but just simply fascinating to you especially for the generators and manifesting generators, but truthfully, all energy types. Now, this information that you learn can be transferred to other skills or other areas of life. It also, help, it also helps you understand other people and become very empathetic. So usually ones can become very, very, very knowledgeable about different types of humans. And the information you learn can also help you with your gifts or your gates or any talents or skills that you have. Because the one is your first number, you really get this. Like you probably are nodding your head and saying, oh yeah, this is me. This is spot on. But other people don't really understand this about you and they might find this frustrating or they might think that you're a know-it-all because For somebody that doesn't have a one as their first number, that level of studying, preparation, or learning would be exhausting for them. And for you, though, it's not. It doesn't take very much energy to learn the way that you learn. It's natural for you. So others just don't quite get it unless you have a really um, good open communication kind of relationship with them and you've kind of trained them that this is good for you and this is actually healthy and the way that you are. Um, but just beware and be sensitive to the fact that other people just might not quite get it. And you may not want to pull out your book or your phone or your dictionary or your computer every single time somebody else ponders a question. Like, have you ever been at dinner with friends and someone's like, huh, how do they make paint? And then you whip out your phone and start researching and and spouting out information. And then everybody else kind of like gets bored or annoyed by that. That is just because for other people, they really wouldn't go down a rabbit hole of that. They might just be pondering things for the sake of pondering and not really want to stop everything in the social moment and start researching. But for you, that might actually feel natural or easy or like the right thing. So you do need to just be sensitive to that around others, but it doesn't mean that you're wrong. Now let's switch modes to the three. The three is something we talked about in episode 34. So feel free to write that down and re-listen to that one again after this. The three is the experimenter or sometimes known as the martyr, the explorer, or the discoverer. And the three is somebody who learns by experimenting and by trial and error. The three can be easily conditioned that failing or making mistakes is a bad thing. But for a three, that's absolutely not true. For a three, they literally learn by failing, and that is a joy for them. When they fall down, when they fail, when they make a mistake, the three takes that information And they change or they grow or they learn or they do it different or they improve until they feel like they've succeeded. And that is how they learn. 
So the three does not learn like the one. The three does not learn from a book or a class or a teacher or a mentor. The three can maybe be in a class, but they're really not going to let the information sink in and settle until they have experimented themselves. Now, remember, as a one three, other people see you as a three. Other people see you as the experimenter, the martyr, the explorer, or the discoverer, and they love to see you try things and experiment with things, and they might be inspired by that or super fascinated by that. But again, they don't quite see you as that investigator that's studying and learning and practicing. So how does this come together? How does the one three become the establisher of knowledge and truth? The one three seems counterintuitive because the one studies information and the three does not. The three just goes out and does an experiment to learn. So how does that really come together? This is very counterintuitive. Well, as a one three, you are really into seeking knowledge through research and or experience. So you're all about seeking knowledge. It's just going to come from either the research or the experience or both. And it's important that you don't get too attached to conclusions or truths that you discover because your truths will continue to evolve. So you might at one point in your life learn something and say like, this is true for me. This is the truth. Well, don't get too attached because the more that you continue to learn, grow, experiment, and evolve, that truth will also evolve and you're going to become wiser and more knowledgeable over time. When you learn from other authorities or other smart people or other guides in your life, you still need to solidify the truth by your own experiment. So you're here to gather information from a book, from a class, from a teacher, from a mentor, from another authority, but then test it, try it, experiment, live it. Then you become to your ultimate truth for now. And then it's going to evolve. It's going to grow. It's going to morph into a bigger truth. Does that make sense? Another aspect of the one three is this quality of having skepticism and questioning. These are very, very good and correct qualities for you. And why you want to have this skepticism or questioning is not to be a rigid or a bitter or an untrusting person, but it's because you have a very good ability to spot liars and fakes and phonies. So you're somebody who definitely should question things, then do your own research, then do your own experiment to come to your own truth and conclusion. One thing to watch out for as a 1-3 is over-preparing or experiencing imposter syndrome. Have you ever heard that phrase? Imposter syndrome is like that feeling you have where you're just never qualified enough. No matter how much you prepare and study and research and practice, you just don't feel like you're ready. But the truth is, is that there's never such thing as being fully ready, no matter who you are and no matter what your profile is. So you can't be ready enough. And as the one as your first number, I just want to encourage you to only study to the point where you've got truly just 
you know, enough information to go out there and just do it. But don't stop yourself in life or hold yourself back with too much research. You probably will tend more towards that than jumping in and experimenting too quick, just because the one is the conscious side of you that you really see. So when you start feeling like you're you're taking too long to just get going, Trust your three, trust your experimenter, and just go out there, use the knowledge you've already found, and just try. And here's a little slogan or phrase that I just love for the one three. You are a lifelong student who becomes the mentor. So you're always going to be learning, but you also will become the teacher, the mentor, the guide through this knowledge that you gather experiment with and learn from. And you're always going to be evolving and growing in what you think is the truth. So I hope this was helpful. I'm so excited to go through the rest of the 11 profiles week by week. And again, reach out, let me know if you're a 1-3 and if this resonates. If something does not resonate, first of all, fabulous, because you are here to question things, to be skeptical. And so that's great. You're acting like a 1-3. You go decide what's true for you. But also, if something doesn't resonate here, perhaps there's some conditioning blocking you from really finding yourself. So consider diving into that conditioning, and we can do that inside either a one-on-one human design reading session. We can really work through that conditioning together or inside one of my upcoming human design accountability groups. So stay tuned. Um, Wherever you're listening now, I'm sure that there's going to be more coming out um, or more groups opening up in the future here. We are right in the middle of September and October groups are opening soon. So join the group or book a reading or do your own research. You do you. Thanks again for listening. Thank you for rating and reviewing the show. And thank you for sharing this podcast with your friends. One other thing I just want to say is that I am available for bookings, meaning for your retreat, for your expo, for your podcast, for your event. I'm available for virtual or in-person events. So go visit my website, madelineevergreen.com, and there is a little tab up there to contact me. And in there, you can read about what kind of events I do, how I will travel, or how I can do them virtually. And if you're hosting some kind of retreat, I'm available. I would love to come and do a human design talk or a somatic breathwork workshop at your retreat, at your event, at your expo, on your podcast, whatever it is. And if you don't host those kinds of things, if you're not in the business of that, but you know people who do, like you have a podcaster you love, you have a friend who hosts retreats, I would be eternally grateful for you to send my information their way. Tell them you want me to be at their retreat, on their podcast, whatever it is. And I would just love to do it. So thank you for spreading the word and thank you for passing my name along to other business owners, other presenters, and I'm really grateful. All right, friends, I will catch you all in a week.